When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. March 21st, 1946. Axis Sally has been captured. The U.S. military government in Berlin announces that the counterintelligence corps had arrested Mildred Gillers. She's a 37-year-old actress from Portland, Maine, who stood accused of being the broadcaster Americans knew as Axis Sally. During World War II, she'd made propaganda broadcasts for Germany aimed at American troops in North Africa and Europe. When the men called, it pays to listen in, because there's an American girl sitting at the microphone. Mildred Gillers, Midge as she was known, had tried and failed to get work as an actress in New York in the early 30s. She moved around Paris, Algiers, Dresden, and finally Berlin, where she was teaching English when the Second World War began. In 1941, the State Department was advising all Americans to leave Germany, but Midge stayed behind to be with her fiancé. By the time he was killed on the Eastern Front, she was in too deep to leave. She'd signed an oath to Hitler to stay on the good side of German authorities, and in 1942, her routine job, spinning records on the radio, turned into a propaganda operation. She attacked FDR. She told the soldiers their wives and girlfriends were probably cheating on them. She spewed anti-Semitic hate. After the war ended, she lived by her wits in Berlin for a while before she was captured. She'd be the first American woman ever accused of treason, and she was eventually convicted of one count, sentenced to 10 to 30 years in prison. She was paroled after 12 years in 1961, And after that, she lived quietly in Ohio for the rest of her life, teaching music and languages. She died in 1988. Back in San Francisco, the city was one giant swoon, or as a Chronicle headline put it, a swoonatra. Frank Sinatra, a pleasant and socially conscious young man who sings was in town appearing at the Golden Gate Theater. Along for the ride was Van Johnson, a pleasant and extroverted young man who acts. These descriptions come courtesy of Chronicle writer Carolyn Onsbacher. Individually and together, Sinatra and Johnson inspired a day of teenage hysteria, not to mention truancy. Teenagers, mostly girls, dressed in the uniform of the Bobby Soxers, waited all night in the pouring rain, clutching notes from their parents, hoping to snag a front-row seat. Ansbacher reported that many of the girls who fainted during Sinatra's performance did so more from hunger than passion. They hadn't eaten in eight hours or more. Here's what Ansbacher wrote about Van Johnson and Frank Sinatra. Just why these astonishingly inoffensive and almost colorless young men should represent the release of dreams to the nation's youth is not understood except perhaps by the kids themselves, and unfortunately, they have not yet found the words to explain the phenomenon. Well, they were the silent generation, after all. 
One of the fun things about diving through the archives of any newspaper is that for any giant of the entertainment world, you can go back to the beginning of their career and find writers dismissing them. Though in this case, Carolyn Ansbacher was right. And Frank Sinatra was never heard from again. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.